Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Audrey. Hey, Beth. Welcome back. Thank you. I didn't know I left. <laughs> Welcome back to your own podcast. Thank you. It's been a while. <laughs> it feels like it's been a while because we've been so busy launching and stuff. No, it's been the best <laughs> week. I am just so happy that it, it it happened and it executed well. Yeah, we almost went out flawlessly. Maybe almost. totally flawlessly. Almost. We, we almost didn't hit any bumps. Yeah. I can't think of any bumps. I can. Oh, okay. We'll just keep those to ourselves. No, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> For those of you that downloaded episode two oh, right away, I'm sorry. Loyal fans, we think. I you. definitely uploaded the. Uh, it was a draft. It wasn't the final draft, and there was a couple really awkward pauses of us just talking about nothing. <laughs> I personally am just really glad it wasn't us farting or burping the whole time. No, I completely agree. It was just weird silences, <laughs> and we're just staring at each other. <laughs> like right now, it's yeah. weird. <laughs> That'll be but, edited out too. Great. No, either either version of episode two is uh, great. Oh, but yeah, now it's fixed. And if you find the wrong episode two, um, you're really good at the internet. Yes, I agree because <laughs> I took it down. Yes. So that said, we're beer by the book. Yes, and we uh, psychoanalyzed beers and <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> that was good. I like it. Uh, no, that's not a good intro. I think we need to work on that one. We should have like a cute little intro. I'm sure we'll come up with the we're one. We're going, okay? Guys, but for we're now, growing. we're Beer by the Book, where we talk about beers and bugs. That said, should we talk about some beers or something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, first, I kind of want to talk about um, what happened, you know, uh, with our launch. Because yes. I personally am really excited um, to continue this podcast because yeah. of how well it all went. Yeah, and I didn't think that we would have that much support and yeah. like, just the way that uh, everyone reacted to it was amazing. And we thank all of you guys for just being incredible listeners. And we hope that this is going to be a thing for a long time. So yes, and I was I was happy we kind of left the, the last episode to be uh, you are a badass because. Mm-hmm. Um, it talks about like how if you don't have supportive people in your life, you should just uh, get them out of your life kind of right. thing. Turns out everyone in our lives is supportive. Yes. And even strangers. <laughs> yes. I think that that's the cool like it's such a cool element of everything. Like on our Instagram, mm-hmm. we've gotten we got like 200 followers in one day. And I was like, oh what God. the heck? <laughs> We're going to be huge, y'all. I mean, now we have like 287 followers. <laughs> I think it's less than. Uh, we got like 200 that first week, and now it's just in a slow decline. <laughs> We're never getting any more. Uh, no, that's it. Yeah. But no, like even um, even like my coworkers were really mm-hmm. excited about listening to it. Yeah. Um, my brother-in-law's girlfriend, like yes. I've met her like twice, and she's amazing. And she's she actually really so looking great. forward to this episode. So oh, good. Um, if you're listening... Um, Jalen. Yeah. Hey, Jalen. Uh, we really need your cookies. Um, uh, yes. We so... Oh, they're so she makes the best cookies. They're, they're so shortbread good. and amazing. Yes. But yes, she, Anyways, she, even, <laughs> she even like shared the, the Facebook post. I know. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, I, I had some. Her. I had a couple friends share the posts and I, I just was not expecting any of that. I just thought that we were just like, Audrey and Beth, look what we did, guys. But people are like, oh, this is actually cool. So yes. It, and, was, it yeah. was a great week. 
to be honest, we would have been stoked over one person mm-hmm. who was equally as stoked. But just my mom. It would have been awesome. Yeah, we. But... She was like the first person to tell us how amazing it was. <laughs> she like listened to the four episodes yeah. back to back, and yeah. and immediately Audrey's like, "Guess who just binged all of our episodes?" <laughs> so yeah, thanks, Robin. Um, uh, you're gonna be famous too. Yeah, we're gonna make you famous. We're gonna mention Robin every single episode. Yep, that's true. Life it's lessons from Robin. Yes. Um, so yeah, we have been trying to catch up on social media, um, by responding to everybody, Mm -hmm. updating our website. Um, we've heard from a few people that sometimes it's hard to access the podcast, um, if you're not on Apple. Right. So, um, we've put, um, a playlist on our website if you need to, uh, I feel like I'm sucking at talking right now. That's okay. Um, if you want to go to our website, you can check out our podcast. It'll have all the new episodes up, um. The minute they're launched. Yeah, and you can stream and download them straight from beerbythebook.com. Thank you. That was good to actually say the website's name. Right. <laughs> it's a good start. Yes. Um, but yeah, if you haven't already, follow us on our Facebook and Instagram. Uh, it's at beerbythebook. Pretty yes. simple. Um, but we just want this whole community to kind of come together because there are so many people out there that love the two and being able to put both of them together and talk about it and obsess about either or and or <laughs> um, is just something that I think that this could be a really cool community. So be sure to go and do that. And then we, we can just watch it uh, turn into something really cool. So uh, very quickly, I want to read a few of the reviews that uh, I wrote down because they made me laugh. And also my heart grew like 5,000 sizes because I couldn't believe all the love yeah, we, we were getting. Love. This has been the best week. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I feel so good about myself, you guys. So, um, yeah, please never write anything bad about me because I will I will die. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I got um, – I think that one of the first reviews I got was, men and v-necks are not okay. <laughs> um, I also got a – Colorado Springs is, is so in the Bible Belt, which I totally agree with. Clearly, <laughs> doesn't. But um, more seriously, we got like a um, – I love it. You guys are so fun and spunky. And the cussing adds character to you. Thank you because I cuss a shit ton. Um, you're doing amazing at talking about the book and not spoiling it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then another good one was like, you went to urgent care for a hangover? <laughs> <laughs> you went to urgent care for a hangover. Yeah, yeah, about that. Oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that was just a few of them. And – Obvious, I wrote down like three pages worth of reviews. I'm not going to go through all of them, but she put them in her diary. Yes, it is literally in my little podcast diary. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you guys so much. That's all I got to say. You guys rock. Yeah, you guys are incredible. And I'm just so excited to see where this goes because it's going to be. I just came over to the best today where we <laughs> record. And I was like, oh, today, this whole week has been so good. And I'm just so excited to podcast. And not only are we going to talk to each other but this is gonna go somewhere in the <laughs> world wide web universe forever forever and we're like doing something awesome i like it i hope so i hope you guys think so too i need to learn better words than great awesome yeah and i love it <laughs> <laughs> yeah if there was a drinking game made out of us saying those words oh, you guys would have passed out by now yeah five minutes into that it's just so awesome it's so good <laughs> So good. Uh, so anyways, do you want to talk about our BS? <gasps> yes, it's – oh, my gosh. We spend so much time talking about social media I know. We haven't again. even opened them. Usually I think we've chugged it by now. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to give you your glass. Here's mine. All right. Mine is called Summit Sunrise 
by Denver Beer Company. Um, and I did my homework finally. Oh, she's got it. Her diary out. <laughs> got to get my boojo out. <laughs> That's bullet journal for you cool kids out there. So, um... I haven't poured it yet. Should I, I think I should pour it because I think that's going to help me describe it. Yeah, that's fine. Why don't you talk about your beer while I pour mine? All right. Well, my beer is the Zero to 60 by Two Roads, um, and it is a tart IPA, 6.0 alcohol by volume, um, and you can get them in a six-pack. Uh, they come in cans, and they are from Connecticut. So I'm really excited to try this out because I've never tried this brewery. Uh, oh, boy. Stratford. Uh, Connecticut. Connecticut. I don't know if I've had a Connecticut beer. I think I may have. Um, and the color is, let's find out real quick. Ooh, Ooh. it looks like an IPA. Actually, it looks like a light IPA. Yours is very light, light bodied. It's light in color. (laughs) Yes, yours looks... The pour is perfect because I did it. Both our pours were amazing. They're very good. Both pours. Mine, my color is a pretty dark red. Um, especially towards the top where all the bubbles are are trying to go back to their home. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It smells really... Okay, so mine was... Uh, oh, that's your can. Um, like I said, it's a red rye India pale ale. So uh, frequent listeners, you know that Beth doesn't like IPAs. No, but you somehow buy them every, every time. Every time I go to the freaking liquor store, I get pulled to the IPA section because they name their beer so cool. And then you come home with an uh, IPA. Yeah. I, Gosh, I, oh. I suck. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I got an IPA. It looks um, delicious. It actually is a, one of those dark ones, so I might actually really enjoy it. Mm. Um, I'm a big fan of reds, so um, this is going to be – oh, I hope it's good. I know it's going to be good. Anyway, um, what this beer is supposedly made with is it's got um, lots of hoppy fruits uh, crisp sour apples, Ooh. um, strawberries and pineapples. So mm. I think I could smell the fruits. What do you think? Yeah. I think it's very fruity. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I don't know, actually. We'll see once I drink it. Um, it's very caramely and, and red. It's like a nice, delicious caramel apple. Um, I'm actually going to tell you my taste, my taste right now. Yeah, do that. Definitely an IPA. I'm going to do another one. Mm. <laughs> um, it does have a really smooth finish, actually. Um, I'm always, when I when I drink IPAs, usually it's like a shock at the end. Like, right. Oh, shit, that was definitely an IPA. Yeah. But um, this one I, I want to keep drinking. It's not too IPA-like. You know, Beth, that makes me really happy since you bought a whole six <laughs> Yes, and I have to drink that. I'm really glad that you enjoy it. That makes me <laughs> super happy. Um, um, if I didn't say it already, mine's a 6.9. So ours are pretty similar. Okay. Well, what did I say mine was? 6. 6.0. Okay. Oh, so that's pretty, that's good. Let me taste mine. Your head's already gone away. Ooh, that's so good. <laughs> Hold on. Oh yeah. It's definitely a tart. It's like if a sour beer and an IPA had a baby. Oh, wow. It would be this. That's a beautiful baby. So, uh, you can, t- it's like grapefruity, um, spunky for sure. Like, it definitely kicks your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, right I'm not away. a huge fan of grapefruits, but I love them in beer. Yeah. 
their description of it is a zero to 60 is an easy drinking IPA with a nicely bl- balanced tart chassis that brings out the flavor and aroma of the hops. It's hopped with comic Comet <laughs> and Chinook and then kettle soured for a tart balanced finish. Uh, what? Oh, and then it says uh, this tart IPA uh, brings big flavor that takes off the second it hits your mouth. Hence the zero to 60 yeah, title. Very IPA. Yeah. Do you want to taste mine? I do. Can I taste yours? Yeah, mine's really good. I, I actually really enjoy mine. Whoa, that is sour. Yeah. Yours is pretty good. Mine's really good. I had no idea what this would taste like, and it is not what I expected. There is so much grapefruit in that. Yours, I love it when brewers blend two different types of beers. Like, I I have a blend of yeah. a sour and an IPA, and you have a blend of a red and an IPA. Mine's beautiful. And it's and it's just two beautiful babies. We have our, the best babies on right our here. tables. <laughs> They're magnificent drunk babies. And mine isn't overpowering on either side. No, I, especially the IPA side. I was seriously And you worried. don't even like sours, right? No, I know. That's why I'm, like, stoked about your beer. We chose some, like, awesome beer this week. Yes, I agree. Good job, Connecticut and Denver. Yes, well done. We love you guys. Um, so after our beer has sat a little bit, um, just noticing mine has a nice, beautiful baby blanket of head. Yeah. It's like, it's grandma made that blanket for him and he's and just And we've been sleeping. talking for how many minutes now? <laughs> and the head is still there. Beautiful. Yeah, exactly. I thought you were going to say, shut up, Beth. No. <laughs> Stop talking about your beer, damn no. it. I'm like, well, I just, I just started. I just wanted to talk about <laughs> It's so beautiful. Look, it's the, got a little blanket. Like, it's got a little tubby. Tubby belly just poking out. It's seriously the cutest. People can't even. People don't even. Maybe I'll take a photo. Nope. I threw my phone away. <laughs> well, it's not, you know. It's somewhere else. It's somewhere else. But yeah, this is a nice blend of red and IPA. Yeah. We have beautiful babies. One day. Do you want to do the brewers. Kill the babies. A disfavor. <laughs> and chug them. Let's chug these babies. All right. We're going to chug the first beer and then the other beers. After this, we will drink and appreciate. Clink. Cheers. Cheers, bitch. <laughs> I didn't know it was a competition. It was so good. <laughs> Beth was like acting like we were at a frat house and she was like <laughs> going head to head with Brad just now. <laughs> I saw. Or on- Chad. Oh, uh, yeah. Trevor. <laughs> Me and Trevor have this lifelong rivalry of who can chug the oh, most my beer. Gosh. The quickest. Yeah, man, that just fell down my throat. That baby just fell down those stairs. <laughs> I don't like that joke. <laughs> that is staying. Do not edit that out. I won't edit That's it. That's comedy gold. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Uh, you shock finally factor. figured out podcasts, and now I'm talking about killing babies. Uh, right. Okay, I still have to finish mine. I tend to only chug it to that num- like amount. Yeah, that's okay. You could do it. I'll just um, longingly... Wish I didn't chug mine so quickly. Actually, I'm going to grab another one. All right. We're off to a good start. Uh, Okay. Hold on. So I was on the phone with my mom on the way here. And um, we talked forever. She was like, I was at the liquor store with her on the phone. And she's like talking to me about what beers would work. And she's like, oh, yeah, do that one because it works (laughs) with this. Because she's read the book. And, uh. She's like, oh, you could do this one. Oh, find something that's, uh, what'd she say? 
said, find something English. I was like, Mom, nothing <laughs> in this book is English. And she was like, yeah, but, you know, like Europe. And I was like, but, Mom. <laughs> oh, my God. So I. England does not equal Europe. <laughs> anymore. Um, when I was looking for a beer, I was like, I want to choose a, a beer that I really like because I know I stick, I always choose IPAs. And I love I love Hefeweizens. And I was like, I would choose a Hefeweizen for this beer. And then I was like, wait, no. That's from Germany. <laughs> I cannot choose a German beer for this book. Oh, that's book. so funny because I was like looking at Paul Ehner and I was like, I was like, I should get Paul Ehner. And if you had gotten the same beer, <laughs> if we had come back with the same beer I'm worried and about that, both actually. of them were German beers. We were going straight to hell. That would have been, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Germans. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> you're, I love you. <laughs> uh, yeah, one of my best friends lives in Germany. But in this particular story... Does not pair well with the book. No, you can't, you can't give a beer to the Germans for this No, they had plenty of, of French wine. <laughs> so they need to just... You guys, you'll have your day, Germans, I promise. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love your beer, so right. we'll definitely be cheersing to that someday. <laughs> Today is not that day. Today's not that day. So anyways, we are doing... We're going to go over, obviously, Kristen Hanna's The Nightingale. Yes. And this book came out a couple years ago. So both of us wanted to do this book because I don't know how to say anything without saying it's awesome. Um, <laughs> so let's just give me some let's better full words. Disclose than that. This, full disclosure this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we had to open a new tab that says synonyms for amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Because so, it's just so amazing. And I was like, I can't just have a whole podcast that says this book is so amazing. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Uh, so it is an impressive, magnificent, and gorgeous book. It's Ooh, so look charming. At that Paul Trud Udenness. There's some English nerd out there going, it's Paul Trudenness. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How dare you mess up that word? Paul Trud. Paul Charming. <laughs> I am, putrid is I'm not, not anti-putrid I just chugged a beer okay yeah give me a fucking break oh first cuss word <laughs> I did it no way um okay that's uh, not the first one first one of this podcast no, I said shit and bitch those don't count <laughs> <laughs> those are just regular words Audrey you told me an amazing story earlier about cuss words can you please tell everyone else <sighs> yes but I hope my mom doesn't kill me your mom loves you Robin, don't kill me. <laughs> uh, so anyways, yes, I had my mom on the phone on the way here. And uh, she's like, Audrey, I'm just loving your podcast. And I was like, D did you hear all of our shout outs to you, mom? Like a super kid nerd. Are like, you proud of me? Are you? Are you proud of me? <laughs> and she's like, she's like, yes, I listen to all four episodes. And I was like, uh, and we we're just going through different details of it. And she was like. She's like, but can I just tell you something? And I was like, oh, gosh, I know what's coming. And she's like, I am wearing my shirt right now. Uh, the I love Jesus, but I cuss a little. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, cussing a little is fine. But you guys cuss so much. <laughs> you and Beth cuss as much as Zeb, who's I my know, husband. I know. <laughs> and that says a lot because he's uh, he is post-army. And so <laughs> that definitely says a lot. And I was like, come on. We don't cuss that much. But... I was like, I just kept going to, it's shock factor, mom. <laughs> she's like, it's part of our job description. She's like, but if your only descriptive word is fuck, <laughs> she's like, I know, I, I know you have a better vocabulary because I taught it to you. 
<laughs> Audrey is homeschooled. <laughs> I was homeschooled up until sixth grade. Uh, Give me a break. I make fun of her relentlessly, even though Every homeschool, day. I'm actually pro homeschool. Thank you. Uh, but I'm also pro making fun of Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> as much as possible. And she, I'm surprised she still hangs out with me. Yeah. So um, sorry, Robin. To Robin, we're gonna we're gonna use more descriptive words. I'm not gonna say we're gonna cuss less, but we're gonna use more descriptive descriptive words. And to Robin's point, I've heard a lot of the same feedback from my family. And uh, when I found out that my mom was listening, she yeah. was she. My mom is the last person I thought would listen to this podcast. Like my dad, I don't think they knew what a podcast was. <laughs> so I have just been fuck this, fuck that in this whole podcast. And then my mom texts me and, and she's like, shit. I love the podcast. I'm like, like no. And she, she referenced our first episode when we're talking about my, when we're talking about like where we're from. And I, I stupidly, cause I'm so funny. I was like, I was born in a boat. And my mom texts me. She's like, Bethany, you weren't born on a boat. And I was like, oh my gosh, she listened to the first episode. I talk about masturbation in the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> so oh my god i am absolutely mortified oh uh, yeah um it is what it is though i mean part of me wants to like just be open in this podcast and just talk all of the shit yeah. about my life and the real things that go on that includes fucking walmart masturbation stories <laughs> <laughs> you know but what? then another part of me is yeah. like my dear mother is listening to and this you know what who knows how long podcasts will last in today's society and technology? So oh no, not only will your, uh, not only will your mother hear it, oh but no. probably your grandkids, my grandkids, your great grandkids. <laughs> hey, little Jimmy! <laughs> Shout out to Jimmy! Named you after Jimmy Fallon. Your mom used to be obsessed with him. Yeah, grandkid. That's a true story. I used to have a Jimmy Fallon website. Oh my gosh. If any of you fans love Jimmy Fallon, for as long as I have, you'll recognize the name JimmyFallonPlayground.com. That used to be my website. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, yeah, so naturally your grandkid's name is Jimmy, mm-hmm. and yes. I just want to formally say hello. Yes. You probably will never meet me. I'm sorry. We're talking about masturbation, Jimmy. <laughs> Again. He's probably Fuck, like, what I can't is stop that? it. Uh, but then my, my father-in-law was like, I tried to listen, but whoo. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I appreciate that. Maybe you're not our target audience, but like, how supportive was him? Yes, like, was he trying uh, your to your father-in-law? To him? Yes, that's yeah. awesome. And my dad, um, which is why we um, put our podcast on our website. He's he's actually a really smart dude. He's great at technology, but he could not figure out podcasts. Interesting. So um, he was like, "Well, I would have subscribed to this here podcast, but I have no idea how to listen to it." <laughs> And I'm like, what do you mean? It's, there's a link on iTunes and literally every social media thing I have. <laughs> He's like, no, I wants to download it and I have to subscribe and I don't even have iTunes. And so that's cool. Anyway, um, Dad, I'm down. also sorry I cuss so much. Right. <laughs> He's definitely going to find this. He will find this. And he'll listen. He'll like it, I think. I think so, too. He'll, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. We, we digress. Yes. So, um, Audrey. Yes. So this is the awkward part where I pretend I haven't seen Audrey all week, even though I have seen her damn near every day. Um, So I'm not sure how to, like, circumvent that. I just want to tell a story about us shopping with Zeb. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) All right, listeners. I'm not going to tell the story to Beth because she was there. I'm going to tell the story to you. Thank you. Because you have to hear this. It was (laughs) one of the worst days of my life. No, it wasn't. (laughs) And it was the best day of my life. So Zeb is my husband, if you haven't caught on to that yet. Um, 
And a couple days ago, we were at dinner and my roommate slash best friend uh, <laughs> texts us. We have a group message and she's like, hey, uh, I need new work clothes. I'm going to go to TJ Maxx or whatever um, to go look for shirts. Do you want to do that? And I was like, mm, nope, not really. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm reading the text out loud to Zeb and he's like, he's like, fuck yeah, I love shopping. Let's go. And I was like, what? <laughs> With two girls, because I also agreed to go. Yeah, because Beth also agreed to Actually, go. three girls then. Yeah. yeah. So me, um, my roommate, Megan, and then my roommate slash best friend. I need to make we, sure. We I'm got shit for not saying Yeah, she friend. was like, why did you keep calling? That was one of our uh, <laughs> Reviews. feedbacks on this podcast was that we call her roommate Roommates. too much. She's like, I'm your best friend. <laughs> I love your impression of her. So anyways, She's totally my gonna best appreciate friend <laughs> <laughs> and I and Beth and Zeb, we all went to TJ Maxx. We got some shirts, whatever. And then, but right next door is Ross mm. and um, Megan didn't find the clothes that she was looking for. So she was like, let's just go right next door. So we did. And you know how Ross has everything. everything. <laughs> <sighs> <Times>. You do. <laughs> they have everything. And you can... Literally furnish your house while furnishing your closet. <laughs> building your closet? What's sure, it? yeah. They've got building supplies. Yeah. I need to work on my words. That's Again, we will st- we will take an English test after this. Don't worry. <laughs> By podcast 100, we'll have it down. <laughs> we will learn We'll have our descriptive sentences. words, yeah. <laughs> we'll learn full sentences. Uh, but anyways, uh, so they have everything, and they've got some quirky things. and Quirky. I'm in the shoe section because they have great <laughs> shoes. And I turn the corner and Seb's got a fucking peacock, like a metal <laughs> peacock. That's the size, I would say three or four feet tall. Yep. This is not a small peacock. No, it's huge. And it's like a rainbowy color. Oh, yeah. And made of uh, metal. Yeah, it's a metallic rainbow. Yeah, metallic rainbow. And it, like, fades into the next color. Mm -hmm. Very beautiful, beautiful, (laughs) I guess. And he's, like, looking looking at me. He's like, look what I found. And I was like, cool. He's like, I'm buying it. I was like, no, (laughs) don't do it. So I just start laughing uncontrollably, thinking that he was joking. And he ended up... uh, following through and buying it but on our way to the checkout stand (laughs) he finds a framed picture of an ostrich oh man that is my favorite part oh my gosh we need pictures of that on our social media right now i'm going uh, we'll post it after yeah you need to seriously yeah uh (laughs) they should be our mascots the ostrich is like so proper looking yeah and it's It's like like the hat from those dancers from like the 1920s yeah like a flapper hat yeah (laughs) and it looks like she's like about to go dancing or something (laughs) and so now we have a a picture of an ostrich hanging up in our living room Mm -hmm. along with the metal metallic uh rainbow peacock in our living room just for the whole world to see they're so out of place no, so out of place. My favorite part was when Zeb was checking out, you were like hiding <laughs> behind some clothes. And the whole time he's talking to the cashier like, 
don't you like my peacock? <laughs> He's like, isn't this a nice shiny peacock? And and then finally when the cashier just like gave him no shits, he, he, just, like, he did not care. Down. He turned to you and was like, Audrey, hold my peacock. Audrey, hold my peacock. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole line is just dying of laughter. I like look back and they're just like, they can't even And hold there's it. Audrey just red faced. Like, uh, this is my husband. This is who I married. <laughs> um, you know, I've actually hung out with Zeb more this week than my own fucking husband because <laughs> he works in Denver. So it's like a long journey home. And then every time he's home, I go hang out with you guys. Right. Um, so we <laughs> I had to tell the story because Audrey hates it. We went to go see Wakanda together with with our best friend roommate, Megan, as well. And Zebra. And, um, you know, when Wakanda. You w- is that the title of it? Oh, fucking. It's not called Wakanda. <laughs> You mean Black Panther? Yeah, wow. Which is in Wakanda. Yeah. That's Wakanda, the, wow. That's the place of the movie. I'm leaving it. Um, I was all <laughs> confident about that, too. We went to go see Wakanda. <laughs> it's a great movie. No, we went to Black Panther. Yeah, Black Panther was legit. Mm-hmm. And then after the movie, you know, they show the credits, and it's a Marvel movie, so you know you stick around for the next scene that, like, teases the next movie. Fucking Zeb. Just... <laughs> rips one and it's not just like a a cute little like toot (laughs) it is a full-on wet juicy wet juicy like did you just shit your pants yes it is a (laughs) fart that vibrates off of the plastic seats like the whole room could feel it (laughs) yes it shook our entire row and it was in like at the end of the previews when the music is over there was no just that quiet pause before the the next scene comes in and he, he just like looks at me and goes, <laughs> "It's like cart, like comedic almost. Like it was, it came out of the cartoons." I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Oh my god, I'm crying. And I just ripped, like I just, well, I ripped him one in the opposite sense of the, the fact that I was just like, "Are you kidding?" She was me? mortified right now. No, because there were so many people still in there, and they heard it. They, like, all just... Everyone started looking at us, and in these new, like, recliner seats, you could see everyone's faces. So, like, I'm looking in the back, and Meg's looking in the front. Everyone is watching us. Yeah. Um, they're watching Audrey melt into her seat because she cannot handle this. <laughs> and Zeb just laughing his He's ass off. dying. You <laughs> cannot stop laughing. And oh, the whole time that funny. last scene was going through, we're all just... We're like, what the fuck just happened in that we're scene? We're acting like 16-year-olds at a movie theater. I felt really bad for everyone else. <laughs> it was like trying to watch the movie and we're just like, he pooted. <laughs> he tooted. <laughs> oh, uh, man, that was so good. Yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations, Zeb. You got two of our stories for this podcast. Um, I just want to also point out in my journal, I wrote movie Wakanda. (laughs) (laughs) That was the highlight of her. Wow. I really liked Wakanda, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Great movie. Wakanda. Oh, man. (laughs) Um, Yep. So that's my life. So we went live on Instagram (laughs) right before the recording of this podcast and we showed him our little room that we set up. And I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast yet. Mm-mm. So This is the first time we're recording with this setup. Yeah, we're hoping that the sound is better. Um, basically, I spent all weekend trying to soundproof my room because my sound engineer, Audrey, says that my room was too empty and, and like it echoed a lot. There's so. just a little echo in the first four episodes. Which I totally get because I actually don't like anything on my walls. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, I paint a design into it and I have maybe like art. Um, like that I've painted, so it's not like real art. Um, yes, it is. It's so cute. But other than that, I really don't have anything in my walls. So I went to the Ark in um, 
effort to soundproof my entire room, which I've been finding out is a multi-purpose room. I really need a bigger house because this room is the room the cats poop in. <laughs> it's the room I work in. Like It's my office. Um, it's my piano room. It's my exercise room. <laughs> it's my makeup room. It's my art gallery. <laughs> it's my book. Like, it's my library. And now it's our podcast station. <laughs> and it still looks great. It's, it's I, I hate messes. So, um, it's not messy at all. I wanted to make it so we had soundproof, but I also didn't want to fuck up my other rooms, you know? So I went to the ARC, and I... 50% days on Saturdays. Yes. I was, like, the first one at the ARC. I, like, had to wait in the parking lot before they opened. I was so adamant about soundproofing. Wow. I was doing my research. I was like, I need this kind of foam. I need maybe these thick of blankets. I was ready. First location had nothing. I actually bought nothing at the ARC that day. Oh. Then I had to go to the next location and went inside. Fucking jackpot. I got, right here, we got a blanket that is so cute. It's a twin baby blue blanket. I'm going to take it home with me. No, it's part of our fucking podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And then I got this adorable sleeping bag that is like cloth on the inside. I think it's actually cloth on the outside too, but it's cute little rocket ships. Um, Anyway, I'm going on way too long about what I bought. Um, So I bought all this shit, essentially. And um, now I was, like, obligated to throw it on my walls. So when you talk, you know, it has some – the sound would have – the sound would be absorbed into the blankets instead of bouncing off the walls. Um, But I just said I don't like shit on my walls, you know? So uh, Chris and I go to Lowe's, and uh, we are – it was seriously so hard to decide how to do this because we're thinking, like, yeah, let's just have, like, these hooks hang from the ceiling and we can, like, move them over like a curtain. Um, so, you know, when the podcast is over, I can just, sh- sh- you know, move it aside real quick. That turned out, it was, like, probably 60 bucks per wall. Oh, wow. And, like, I love you. That's not that much. <laughs> but, like, it's not worth that much. No. So um, we ultimately ended up with these long-ass pieces of wood that we did not plan. We actually did plan to, like, like nail the blankets to and then hang from the ceilings. Mm-hmm. But it totally worked out. These pieces of wood are as long floor to ceiling as I needed them to be. So I just like, like, fucking jab them in. Yeah. They, <laughs> they're just standalone blankets. Yeah. They're standing up. I stapled the blankets to the wood and it's just. Like, I'm pretty much just talking into a blanket right now. And it's I know. Awesome. Well, like, looking forward, I'm staring at the baby boo blanket. Right. Um, but I was really happy. I'm going to ruin my pu- nice popcorn ceiling. It's just all, like, jammed in there. I don't know how else to put it. I I guess I'll post it on fucking Instagram. <laughs> it looks great. Yeah, I threw up some Hopefully Christmas lights. Great. We got a nice dry erase board and the mini fridge that and Audrey brought over. we got the mini fridge. So it's now like a whole have... new room. Yeah, it's, like, totally a different vibe, And right? she put up little string lights. It's so cute. Except we can't see them. We can't see them because <laughs> the blanket's there. But it's they're still there. Yeah. And it's great. <laughs> so that was my ARC adventure. Um, I think that's all I bought. Oh, I bought a file cabinet too, but who cares? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> who cares about the file cabinet? Anywho. <sighs> Anywho. So I want to talk about this book. Me too. <sighs> Let's go to our synonyms page. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Um, we seriously have so much to talk about this book, and uh, this is a little we, – we're talking about it a little earlier than usual, but there is just so much to say about this yeah. book. And honestly, like, we have posted on Insta that says we don't spoil books, 
And just full disclosure, I'm worried. <laughs> no, I think we'll we'll do fine. I'm trying. I'm gonna try my best to not spoil this. Hopefully, you've read it. Um, I'll. I'm just gonna try so hard not to spoil it. But it's such a good book. You have to read it. Seriously, just like stop this podcast and go read it. It's right. so good. And then come back and listen. Right. <laughs> um, it's a it's a long book, so it so. is a long book. You can read it quickly. It's a very it's a page turner. It is a page turner, for sure. Do you want to read uh, the synopsis? So we're gonna read directly the synopsis from the publisher. So right. So this isn't gonna give you any it's no spoilers. spoilers. It's just if you don't like reading the back cover of the of a book, so I don't like doing that. I don't like that either. Yeah, so if you don't, maybe fast forward a minute. <clears throat> um, I got mine from Kristen Hanna's website. Oh, okay. Um, it's, she says it's stories of two sisters separated by years and experience, by ideals, passion, and circumstance, um, each embarking on their own dangerous path towards survival, love, freedom, etc. in the German-occupied slash war-torn France. Um, it celebrates the resilience of the human spirit and the durability of women. So that's what it's about. And, um, so now, you know, the main characters, Vianne and Isabel, they're basically just two sisters, very different. Um, Vianne has kids. She's got a husband going to the war. It's world war two. Um, Nazis invade France. Mm -hmm. Basically she's, she's just staying the course. Like, don't make any noise. Just be, be receptive of what they want us to do. Meanwhile, Isabel's like, we need to fight. Mm -hmm. And so that's the whole beginning of the book is, is them kind of butting heads against uh, their own beliefs in that. And it's also throughout the book, you see how they each change and um, grow up, essentially. And right. they have to grow up in this terrible situation. Right. And for those of you that don't really like war stories, whether they be fiction or nonfiction... Uh, this book is a great gateway, I think. Totally agree. Uh, for y you learn about the war, <laughs> which is cool, uh, but you also get that story of of passion. So. Yeah. Um, my sister read this first, and she said that she she's read so many war stories, and this one's so different because mm -hmm. you don't always hear about the women. I mean, uh, fighting in the war, and obviously, um. The men go off and fight, and it's totally respectable, and it's it's valid, you know. Like there's so much that they go through, uh, but there's this also this this other side, and this kind of talks about that other side, right? Of how the women have to survive, right? Uh, while their husbands are gone. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, they don't mention they don't have any scenes in this book on the war front at all. No, it's just how the war affects these. Women. I mean, unless you're looking at, uh, I guess. Germany's invasion into France, but there wasn't a whole lot of yeah. It wasn't there wasn't like... any battles in yeah, this exactly. book. So if you're, I don't, I personally don't like war stories because I'm not a big battle explosion guns. Like I'm not. My husband loves that kind of stuff. When we go and pick a movie, he's <laughs> all ex as many all explosions. <laughs> As possible, and I'm like, I need the lovey gushy. <laughs> <laughs> this had a nice balance of action and and the cheesy romantic. Uh, but when I say that again, I'm not. I'm hoping I'm not turning people off on this because 
I mean, it's there's there's um, obviously a huge theme of love and mm-hmm. how you would handle certain situations, but it's not a love story. It's not a love story in the sense of male female romance. Yeah, it's more of how love affects you as an individual, whether it be a romantic love or just your love for your family and the people that you depend on, as yes. far as your friends, and how that really affects you getting through something that as tough as yeah World it affects too how it affects your your daily decisions mm-hmm. on handling literally the nazi living in your house yes or how you handle you know how how do you how you handle the resistance that you're trying to form right i want to relate my beer to it is it so is it too early no i think we can definitely talk about that because a we don't want to give away a lot of stuff but b that can maybe be an in on the story, the, the heart of the book. So I'll do my beer first. Um, mine is just as a reminder, mine is zero to 60 by two roads. And I mainly picked this beer for the brewery sake, not necessarily the actual beer itself. I loved the brewery name. <laughs> is that a, is that okay? Is that a, That's totally okay. Um, and then I just picked the beer that had the least amount of ABV, <laughs> which was this one. All of them were four packs, and they were like 12%. Wow. Yeah. Really all IPAs? They have some serious beer. So I highly recommend checking them out if you have a night to yourself where you're not <laughs> driving, <laughs> which I do not. So uh, anyways, so this beer, the reason I picked Two Roads is... Because, well, they actually say it on their box, which is really cool. I'm just going to read it. And uh, they say, thank you for taking the the road less traveled. And when you're, there are many times in your life when you are going through the obstacles of life. (laughs) And you have the option to go two different directions. And typically those, those decisions are the ones where you look back five years later. And, oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, five years later, you look back and you're like, man, if I had done this instead of this, how drastically different would my life be? That's insane kind of stuff. Um, and so the brewery name is two roads and this book follows two women that are in world war two and the real struggles that women in world war two, uh, faced every single day. So one was a mother who had to fight for her rations and had to feed her two kids and had to do this without her husband and try to figure out how to keep these kids alive in the many years of her husband being gone. Um, and then the other one is her younger sister who is like, I can't sit here and do nothing while people are dying out there. I can't watch this so she gets up and she leaves and uh and goes and and fights and fights yeah uh i mean she doesn't do it with like guns or anything but she she does it in her own way and when you read the book you'll figure figure all that out nice avoid avoidance of a spoiler we made a promise i can't spoil (laughs) so uh i just love how she built the characters and took the time on each of them yes Um, and by the end of the book, you felt like you knew both as your own sisters. Yes, totally. Um, there were some chapters where I was like, do I have to read this? Like, 
I get it. <laughs> and so, and I read through it and I was like, okay, I understand why she did that. But um, it's basically in my, in my opinion of interpreting your beer, uh, you know, you have to follow the road that is best for you. And and yeah. that might look different than literally your sisters. Right. Um, when, when reading this book, you realize, obviously it's going to, it's going to be about Isabel and Vianne. Sure. Um, and how they respond to the war in different ways. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's, it's a hard, it's hard as a reader because you're trying to wonder, well, would I do what Isabel would be doing mm-hmm. or would I just stick with my family and do what Vianne's doing? Right. Um, so it's ultimately like the one sister thinks she's doing the right thing and she thinks the other one's not. Um, but ultimately it's like what's right and wrong isn't black and white. I think that Kristen Hannah portrayed women of World War II in a beautiful way <laughs> that most of <laughs> Stop Shut laughing at me. <laughs> She's laughing because she thinks I'm reading off the, <laughs> I got you. the stupid synonym list that I pulled up for you. <laughs> hey. Everyone knows the word beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's why you need a different word for it. Gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> she portrays women in a gorgeous in way. In a gorgeous way. Uh, no, but honestly, like... <sighs> I don't want to dumb this down. I think that the way that she portrays women in World War II is something that nobody, no author has touched on. And I think that when people think of World War II, they think of the soldiers and how it was difficult for them and how when they come home, they have to pick the pieces up and figure it out. And, And I think that for the women's side of things it was so difficult for them and and they are walking on a very dangerous line for the entire time that these men are gone and the men of France are not there to to protect their country uh, they have the invasion of Germans and these Germans I don't want to say they destroy the country because we all know that France is still there. (laughs) But the people that they left behind, they may or may not have destroyed those people. So At least their spirits. Of course. And so just the way that Chris and Hannah portrays that story is so beautiful. And I highly recommend the book. Uh, She There's a couple inconsistencies that I found. Really? Yeah. Um... I'm not going to name them, but there there are some inconsistencies for sure. No, I'm curious. I want um, you to name them. Okay. Like, <laughs> well, okay. There's this one scene that Isabel takes a bike and she rides it back to, she takes it, I think, from the Germans. Yeah. Or I think something so too. like that. Yeah. And she re- rides it back to the resistance. But in the beginning of that chapter, they're telling, saying how snowy it was uh, that day, and if and that you couldn't even walk in it. And I was like, how a how could bike. she ride a bike? And then b, if she could ride a bike, the that track would lead the Germans to the resistance. Oh, true. So I was like, that's gonna come up, and it never did. Wow. So just. Like it's tiny, such an attentive listener. Tiny things like that. <laughs> where I was like, eh, that's not real. <laughs> um, so I do have to, I guess, hit on that. But That's fair. I mean, you're allowed to 
critique the book. Uh, what you said about like, oh, maybe I said it <coughs> when I was trying to finish your sentence and I don't know if I was correct, but like breaking your spirits, like basically they invade France and they tear the whole country apart. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that might be a good segue into my beer. Okay. So if you don't mind. I don't. Okay. I would actually love to hear why you picked your beer. All right. So mine's called Summit Sunrise by Denver Beer Company. Um, looking at their website, they describe, Denver Beer Company describes their beer as reminiscent of a Colorado sunrise from a mountain peak. Mm. So beautiful picture. And that's <laughs> so true. I beautiful. mean, the color is like a dark red. It's very pretty. Um, and it's brewed for those who always seek the summit. So why did I choose this beer? Why did you choose this beer, Beth? What a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so sunrise in like literature and music is a symbol of birth, rebirth, like an awakening. Um, basically, it's like the meaning of a new day, obviously. And so to me, these characters, your beer describes this well. There's two different two different methods that these women choose to participate in this war. Uh, one is Isabel's way, which is she wants to be part of the resistance. Um, she chooses to fight for France. And um, in the very beginning of the book, you learn that, like, Isabel's been kicked out of schools all the time. Um, She's very rebellious. She really needs to just basically fit in, and she wants people to love her. She's been abandoned by her father, she thinks, um, abandoned by her sister, who tries to take care of her, but then ultimately just sends her away to these, like, boarding schools. Vianne, at the other road, is... um, Basically, she's she's a mother, so she's got a kid that she needs to raise. Her husband's in the war. Um, she needs to just survive. That's her road she takes. Is she's just surviving right now, thinking that the war isn't going to last as long as it does. Her husband will come back soon. They'll resume a normal life. Everything will be fine. So, obviously, that doesn't happen, or else the book wouldn't be this big. <laughs> <laughs> um, they both have um, wrenches thrown into their plan. Everything gets foiled. Um, and for Vianne, she has a daily struggle of surviving with a Nazi. And, um, every single day she like sends a letter to her husband, just hoping that he'll come back soon. And she never hears back. Um, so she's just hoping for that sunrise the next day. She's hoping that the war will end. Suddenly France will win, France will win and, um, the Nazis will be fucking gone from her house and her and her country and right. her neighborhood she can't do anything without running into a nazi in her house right. and going into the market to like buy her food for the day she she can't even do anything like that without running into a nazi so every single day she's just trying to survive um isabel again like i said she's trying to find her place in this world and for her in my opinion her sunrise would be uh, finding finding the niche in her world. And um, in Isabel's opinion, that's being a part of the resistance. Mm-hmm. Her sunrise would be to participate in the war, to save people's lives, not just her own and her family's, but people who will fight the Nazis, like fallen pilots and um, British soldiers, American soldiers, anybody who's going to kill these Nazis right. and ultimately win the war. So... Yeah, I, I think that's that might summarize why I chose the sunrise is because they both have a different kind of path, but their main goal is to just get through this war 
and I don't think this is this is a spoiler, but at one point, Isabel just says, I have to survive. I have to survive. Right. That's all she's looking forward to is just surviving this war. Right. And so one day, you know, it's it, it might come. Her sunrise is going to finally come. So right. um, that's why that's why I chose my beer. I think it relates to just the it's the small amount of optimism that you have during a really shitty time. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking forward to that next day. You're looking forward to the sunrise. And even if you can't see it, which, God, this book was so painfully beautiful. <laughs> it, like, fucking hurts sometimes to just keep reading because mm-hmm. um, there's just it just feels like there's no hope for some of these characters. Yeah. And yet they wait. They wait for that day. They wait for that sunrise to come, and they wait for their lives to, to get better. And... It's totally respectable, like you were saying, with the story of, like, the women enduring the war isn't... If it's touched upon, I haven't read many books about it. Sure. So listening or reading this book and relating to these women of, of how much they had to deal for their families and right. for their own... Their goals of surviving in the war, whether it be saving pilots' lives or saving their kids' life, you know? it's It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate this book because it puts into perspective the hardships of World War II and it puts into perspective that our life, no matter how shitty it is, it's not shitty. Exactly. It's not shitty. I, every single page I turned, at least the second half of this book, yeah, I'm just weeping and... <laughs> It, I was crying on every single page turn and and it's not because it's not because Chris and Hannah was painting this sad story it's because she was trying to put her feet uh into the shoes of the women that lived through World War II and the thing that made me cry and made it real for me was the fact that this kind of shit actually happened yeah and that, like, she referred to some some stuff, some real stuff that happened. And after the book was over, I did, uh, <laughs> I went just Google crazy at work one day. Me too. And I was like, I was like, tell me more about this. Tell me more about this. I want to know more about this concentration camp. And I want to yeah. know more about this particular battle. I want to know more about this and this and this. And reading up on the actual facts after I was done with the book just made it that much more sweet of the book itself of holy cow like I have no worries we don't have to we are so darned blessed <laughs> good sense as they say in Oklahoma <laughs> hashtag blessed um but yeah it's just that's probably why I love this book is because by the end of it I was thankful and I was grateful to be I don't know why I got this life yeah. and I don't know why I have the privilege to sit here with technology and beer and a full <laughs> belly and I have a car and I have a roof over my head and I have friends who love me and I love or and I have a husband who loves me like all that stuff it's just 
Amazing. So amazing. <laughs> amazing. Today's word of the day. Amazing. <laughs> and every day, because that's all I say. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Um, this book for me, it was interesting to find out like who I who would I choose to be in this book? Mm-hmm. Like if I had to have chosen which path I would take would be Isabel's and being part of the resistance or would it be Vianne's and, and taking care of her family. Um, it was such a weird juxtaposition to be in yeah. <laughs> because, you know, it's uh, my first instinct is to say, yeah, I want to fight. I want to fight these Nazis and right. I would be in the resistance and participating in that. But then you find out what she did and it's like, how did she do that (laughs) um and this is actually based on um a real person right um isabel's story is based on a real person and look it up on wikipedia if you're interested i don't remember her name but basically this woman did do the things that isabel Isabel, thank you thank you for avoiding that yeah Uh, she (laughs) She was about to go into spoiler mode (laughs) cut her off thank you um yeah she did all of these things and um, I can't believe that person exists and I want to research her more mm-hmm. and uh, so that brings me to the point of like enjoying the hell out of fiction books that make you want to learn more about the real life right. that actually happened behind right. it like what inspired this book sure it's fiction obviously Vienna and Isabel don't exist but that real person does and uh, these women in World War II did exist there's a real story there are thousands of real stories behind Vianne's yes. story. Yes, exactly. There are, How a mother survived. Yeah, yeah, there are plenty of stories behind uh, Isabel. And those are real women. And it's just, it blows my mind that this is just, yes, it's fiction. But at the same time, she pulls a fictional story from the women that actually had to live through this. And this is World War II happened. And sometimes yeah. it's easy to forget about in 2018 yeah. where it's not something that we, we definitely take for granted the things that, that they went through to, so that we could have the life that we have right now. And it's awesome. This book's amazing. <sighs> this book is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that we could say more about it um, to a broader audience, but every detail of this book is so important and a spoiler. (laughs) It's it's all spoilers. I can't say any more than it's a story of two women in World War II Mm -hmm. surviving and like that's it. Right. Then beyond that, it's all this shit happens and it's such a But if you're not into war stories... You'll love this book still. You will still, you will love it because it's not, it's not, it, there's no like major big. Yeah. What, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> uh, war action. There's not a lot of war action. <laughs> that wasn't right. <laughs> there's not a lot of action. Uh, you know, there is. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyways, Anyways. It's not a typical war story and we've said that already, but I'm bab- babbling now this book is so hard to talk about seriously like there's so many things i want to say right now but i'm like worried right. they're gonna be spoilers i'm just gonna fucking say it and if you decide it's a spoiler you can edit it out but um one of the big things in this book for me was um i don't have kids i don't have uh 
I don't, I've never been able to feel what VN feels for her kids where, or even their father feels for his mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. Um, in that you will do anything to make sure they survive. I have so much respect for this fictional character, Vianne, for dealing with every single hardship that a family could get thrown. Mm-hmm. Like, she had so many different obstacles as a mother, as a woman, right. and as a sister. And any obstacle you could fucking think of, she had to handle it. Without her husband. Without her husband, without her sister, without telling her kids. Um, it was so heartbreaking. Right. If In a word, this book, heartbreaking. It's... It was one of those books that at the end of it, I just hugged the book. <laughs> Have you ever done that? No. <laughs> <laughs> where you, where you, you actually love it and you just want to hug it while you're crying? I was ugly crying. I was like reading it in bed and trying not to wake up my husband. Yeah. And I'm just like, it was like the huffing, <laughs> like you can't catch your breath kind of cries. <laughs> and oh my gosh, I was just like, I had to put it down because it's like, all right, compose yourself. <laughs> it's a fictional book. Right. I love these characters so much. It was sad to end the book for me. Mm-hmm. I really wanted it to continue. I really wanted to keep hearing about them. I didn't want I didn't want it to end. Yeah. And so I'm so excited about finding out about Kristen Hanna. Yes. Um, I need to read more of her books. She's yes. such an amazing author. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure this was published in 2014. Uh, yeah, I thought it was 15, but that's close enough. Why? The only reason I ask is because she's written a couple books since then. I love her. That are more recent. 15, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. We need to read them. Holy shit. I'm looking at the book right now. Look how many books she has. I was reading some of the reviews on Goodreads for this book. And a lot of them were... I loved this book, but it's not the best of Kristen Hanna. And I was There's like, what? It's not? <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> um, and then there's this other lady. If you go onto the Goodreads page for this this book, it's one of the only one-star reviews. But there was this chick that gave a one-star review, and she she freaking wrote a novel as to why it only got one star. And it was because she didn't think that it was believable and some of the facts were inconsistent, oh, which is I think fine. I However, at the, the end of it, book. what did you get out of it? There yeah. is There are so many things that you can take from this book and that you can bring on to the rest of your life that the inconsistencies... She at least gets a two star, you know. <laughs> Come on, the one book is star? so good. Yeah, I'm like, what? One star? Come on, come on. I'll have to reread that or, or read it for the first time. But I think I read the same one. It was, it was funny though. I can't believe people would read this one star. It is so good. Yeah. So that brings me. What was your rating on Goodreads? Oh, definitely a five stars. This no was, question. This was a five star for me. And I put in my review, like I just said, I was so sad to finish this book. Yeah. It was. So good. Yeah. I like, I would had to slow myself down reading sometimes because it was so like artfully written. Like there was, it painted such a good picture in my head and I just had to slow down and fucking enjoy the art. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I loved it. And Beth actually, she got this for her birthday in mm-hmm. November and she let me borrow it because she had first. so many books to read so i read that copy which is why it's so fucked up 
<laughs> it's it's a little yep. bent. I and hate a little your books. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just remember opening the first page and the first sentence. I take a picture of it and I send it to Beth, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't do this." Because <laughs> the first page is like, "What's the quote?" <laughs> it must have been so good because I can remember. If I have learned anything in this long life of mine, it is this: in love, we find out who we want to be; in war, we find out who we are. <sighs> I have to admit, I think that's a great example of, uh, never mind. What were you going to (laughs) say? No, I have to admit when I read this, um, the very beginning of this chapter says it's April 9th, 1995. I knew this was a book about World War II. I am not a huge fan of frame stories where all of a sudden it's the future and then then it's the past and then it's the future again i fucking hate that it reminds me of i know Titanic. we figured that out in the first but bu- in the Ugh. first podcast because you can't follow it yeah i <laughs> suck at these different timelines uh this book does it very tastefully um i was i was actually turned off at the beginning of this book because i was like i don't want to hear some old lady tell her story all right it's a fucking titanic i heard it already <laughs> so glad i i just like powered through it because first Oh, man, I'm going to spoil it. No, <laughs> stop. Just, stop. I'm just going to stop. I'm just so glad I powered through it because it's so worth it. Yeah. It's what, have you, um like, watched or read Anna Green Gables? No, neither. Ah. Uh, uh. All right. For you listeners out there, if you have watched or read Anna Green Gables, you know how she's just obsessed with good books? And maybe that's where I, like, learned the habit of hugging a book after it was done. <laughs> Anna Green Gables? Yes, it's Hannah Green Gables is so good, but she has a passion for reading and and she loves really, really good books. And this is a book that Hannah Green Gables would read. I guarantee you. (laughs) I totally believe you. (laughs) I guarantee you. I think anybody would love this book, actually. I think so, too. If you're like new to reading, you'd love this. If you're a seasoned reader, you'd fucking love this. Yeah, I agree. It's like how many pages is it like 600 yeah it's a lot of pages it's not short so i did have to like go back to page the pages and then also audiobook i had to go back and forth on it because i was like i wish i could read faster but i I would say this one took me like a week and a half two weeks i'm sure people can finish this in one day but not me yeah there was so much to read and like interpret and and digest and And you wanted to taste it I wanted to, like, savor it. I didn't want it to end. Yeah. I had to ration my portions of this book. Yes. Because <laughs> I never wanted it to end. That's the worst joke ever. Anyways. Well, in, 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 in <laughs> com- yeah. In, in terms of this book. In yeah. terms of the book. That's the worst joke ever. Um, but you're right. You do have to ration it. <laughs> yeah, ration it or the Nazis <clears throat> will take it. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, we love you guys. And I am sorry we couldn't go much deeper into this book. If you guys want, like, a deep dive into any of our books, let us know. And maybe we'll put those up on our YouTube channel. I would so be into that. Because I'd be down to do that. But if nobody's going to watch it or listen to it or participate in the conversation, then I'm not interested. But I think... Beth and I wanted to spoil this book so bad. It was hard to talk with you. It's hard to talk about without saying, it was so good. (laughs) Because otherwise you're going to spoil it. Right. Like we said already. Right. I could definitely see us deep diving into this one. Sure. Um, 
it's so hard to do fiction books and I think we're going to encounter this in our in any podcast that we do that has to do with a major fiction we just book. have to go with like the big picture and what we got out of it but yeah. for if you guys do want a deep dive just let us know and if we get enough people to ask about it well then we'll definitely yeah. do it because this is something that we can definitely do we would love to do we will just do it anyways <laughs> we might yeah fuck you guys no i'm kidding <laughs> Uh, oh, so, yeah. Such a good book. Anyways, um, yeah, next week we're doing uh, The Giver. Yeah, The Giver. I'm reading it right now. I've never read this book. It's so good. I, so far, I enjoy it. I'm so glad. Yes. Um. Before we move on, did you know they're making this movie, The Nightingale? Yes. It's coming out in 2019, y'all. Can't wait. 2019. That's this year. She said she's very picky about her producers. She's turned down producers from for some of her other books. <gasps> and because apparently she has like five movies now. I believe it. She's we a great author. We need to read more of her books. I'm going to. Yeah. Um. And for this one, she said she's very picky with producers. If they can portray the picture that she has in her head, then she'll do it. But she's turned producers down. Good. That's books. what authors should do. Like, I agree. Stephen King, if you're listening, don't let people <laughs> interpret The Dark Tower <laughs> as your shitty movie. God damn it. Yeah. So bad. I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so I just has been fun. This has been fun. And hard and difficult. This was, a, this was one of our tougher podcasts. Yeah. It's like a sad theme. Really good beer, though. I mean, the beer was good, right? The beer was delicious. And um, I think I might have another after we end recording. For sure. <laughs> and I just hope that we don't turn any listeners away because they're like, well, that was pointless. I didn't get anything out of that podcast. But at the same time, just go read it. That's all you need to get out of this. I mean, like, we're not getting paid for this shit. We just actually enjoy this book and you need to go read it. It's called The Nightingale. It's by Chris and Hannah. And if it takes you a, a year to read it, Worth please it. go read it. Best year ever. Um, and then on a final note, again, my beer was amazing. It was Denver Beer Company Summit Sunrise. Yep. And my beer was 0 to 60 by uh, by two roads. <laughs> <laughs> the entire theme of what you talked about. Right. Cool. Um, well, yeah. Go. Shall we cheers? Yeah. Uh, we'll talk to you next week, I guess. Bye. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.